0: awesome podcast.
1: Toot
0: toot. Toot toot everybody. Toot toot. I'm hot. You're hot. I'm hot. It is hot outside right now.
1: I just go outside every day and I say one thing big Al.
0: What do you say? I say shooey. And that's because it's hot. Yes. You say that.
1: Yeah I say it for a lot of reasons but when (laughs) I step outside I say shooey and you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Because
1: I'm mopping that
0: brow. Now Let's take a let's take a trip in the time machine. Let's go ahead to January or February. And you're stepping outside and it's a uh, it's like 15 degrees outside. What do you say when you step outside in February when it's 15 degrees?
1: Well, I say chewy, but I say it in a different way. Right, right. I kind of shake my head around and go, "Ooh, chewy."
0: Let's have a let's hear a hot chewy. Okay. And then a cold chewy. I would just like to know the difference.
1: Sure. Okay. Hot we. kind of uh-huh. kind of suffering yeah you know here's a cold one ooh
0: All <laughs> <laughs> all right all right i get it language is such an interesting thing mr possum <laughs> one word can mean two different things in a uh, in the in the course of 6 months i know that's what i said
1: it's kind of like when you get on a horse and you say giddy up it's polite it's the horse's gas pedal, giddy-up.
0: That sure is.
1: Now, if I'm behind somebody in traffic in my motor car and I say, giddy-up, that's rude. I'm trying to tell them to hurry up. Or if I'm behind you in line at the yogurt shop and you're taking forever, taking samples, and I say, come on, buddy, giddy-up, <laughs> then that's rude.
0: I don't know. I appreciate it when people tell me to giddy-up. Do you? Yeah. If I'm in line and I'm dawdling, I'm a, I'm a dawdler, Mr. Possum. And so sometimes when somebody somebody lets me know I'm being a real pain, it, it actually it helps me.
1: Well, you know? giddy up. Let's get this episode going.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Well, Mr. Possum, we are neck deep in the summer months. That uh, celebrated time of year, the time of barbecues, bikinis. And bugs,
1: big owl. That's
0: right, Mr. Possum. And this episode is all about that great summer pal, the bug
1: that's right we're counting down all our favorite
0: bugs top five best bugs tonight baby
1: top five favorite bugs
0: and when we come back we're gonna have our number five best bug it's gonna get buggy It's time, Mister Possum, for the number five bug.
1: Yes, it's bug time,
0: Mister Possum. Go ahead and tell me what your what your number five favorite bug is. Number
1: five on my bug list, it's a a roly poly. Oh yeah. Now the roly poly is cute. Mm hmm. They roll up in a little ball for self defense, which is kind of like what I do. Yeah. Whereas I pretend to be dead. Rolling up in a ball is part of it. Mm -hmm. But I kind of wish I could turn into a little cute peppercorn when I got scared. My thing is she's kind of so severe,
0: you know? Yeah, that'd be cool if you uh, actually turned into, like, a
1: little rock. Yes, and this roly-poly can do that. Mm -hmm. He turns into a little piece of gravel. Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm kind of jealous, you know? I I die when I get scared. And I'm kind of tired of waking up at my own funeral. Yeah. It's unnerving.
0: Here's what, I, here's what I also wonder with the roly-poly is uh, d- they can turn into a ball, right? Yes. So essentially any group of roly-polies has everything they need for a nice pickup game of basketball or something, right? Right, right. Because just one of them can become the ball. Right. Today I'm the b-ball. Mm-hmm. I'm the roly-poly
1: b-ball today.
0: Yes, you are today. And that's probably a bit of a relief if you're not a very good b-ball player. Right, You get to be the ball one day mm-hmm. And that's fun I also wonder maybe if it's your birthday And you're a roly-poly Maybe all your friends get together And make a little ball pit for you to jump into
1: I think that roly-polies Don't really want to roll around In other polies on their birthday Maybe they do I think that you fill up a thing full of Non-sentient balls For roly-polies for their birthday I think mm-hmm. that it's kind of rude To roll around with other polies Especially on your special day, because they're having the same experience as you are. They're just a ball.
0: hmm No. Wow, you really tore that, you really tore my theory to shreds there.
1: I just want to make sure that you never plan a birthday party for a roly-poly.
0: <laughs> well, I won't, Mr. Possum. I'll avoid that.
1: Big Al, what's your number five top
0: bug? Oh, would you like to know my number five top bug? Dying to know. Okay. My number five is the bullet ant. Ooh. You do not want to mess with this bad boy, Mr. Possum. It's the largest of all ants, and it's called a bullet ant because uh, it's powerful powerful uh, bite. feels like you've been shot, and the uh, pain lasts for 24 hours. Shoo-wee. So they also call it a 24-hour ant. Really? Yeah. You know, which to me sounds like a very helpful family member. Toot-toot. Toot-toot.
1: You mind watching the kids? Oh, of course you don't. You're a 24-hour aunt. You're the best.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I would love some chicken and dumplings, but it's 2.30 a.m.
1: I'm on it. I'm a 24-hour aunt. I'll make you some chicken and dumplings.
0: I don't sleep. You're a good little nephew. (laughs) You know that? I did know that, but it's nice to hear it 24 hours a day. Tick-tock, tick-tock, Mr. Possum. You know what time it is?
1: It's time for my number four top bug. All right. Number four on my list is the earworm. Oh, yeah? Yes, there is a certain bug, a worm to be exact, that crawls in your brain through your ears and plays music on a little boombox. Then that song is stuck in your head until the worm's boombox runs out of batteries. Nothing you can do but wait. Just listen to that song on repeat. He's just got the one tape.
0: A lot of people have wondered if there's something that you can do to get rid of an earworm before he runs out of batteries in his little boombox.
1: Right. Now, some people think, oh, I got to listen to that song on repeat and just Uh kind of backfire the
0: earworm, so to speak. Yeah.
1: You know, listen to that song on repeat and somehow that gets it out.
0: Yeah, it creates kind of a feedback loop that maybe will blow up the boombox.
1: Which is kind of like if you catch your earworm smoking and you make that earworm smoke a whole carton of cigarettes, Mm. uh, he's done,
0: (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah,
1: he's never going to smoke again. Not one more time. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Depends on the earworm. Depends on how many batteries he packed. Some of these earworms, they pack a lifetime supply of batteries and when that battery runs out, they get in their pockets and they put another one in that boombox.
0: Oh, that's so treacherous. Some people suffer from constant earworm. Can you suck the earworm out? Can no. You get one of those what? Oh, what?
1: Don't you be putting no vacuum up to the your ear thinking you're going to get that earworm out. That's dangerous.
0: Okay. You don't want to put a vacuum like nozzle up to your ear hole.
1: Well, the problem with that is, buddy, you stick that vacuum tube up to your ear, and what's going to come out is going to be all the recent
0: stuff you learned. Oh, I'm going to lose recent memories. Yes. Then. Oh, okay. So I would forget why you shouldn't put your arm in a vending machine. Yes. Okay. Well, that does sound like a problem.
1: Did you did you get greedy on the machine? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Big Hal, what's your number four top
0: bug? My number four is the dung beetle. You do not want to mess with this guy. Pound for pound, the most powerful creature in the animal kingdom. Builds its house out of dung to avoid house guests. Now that is tough, Mr. Possum. Have You ever heard the tale of the three little beetles?
1: No, I've never heard that. Oh, there's these three little beetles. And the first beetle, he makes his house out of straw. Uh Uh-huh. Dumb. That second beetle, he makes his house out of little cracker pieces he found. (laughs) Lazy. And that third beetle, guess what he's making his house out of? Uh, dung. Dung. That's correct. Yeah. So when that mean old pigeon comes around knocking on doors trying to break down beetle houses, he comes up that little straw house. He says, uh, smush." He comes up that little cracker house. He says, "A crunch." Done. He comes up to that little third house, and it's made out of dung. Gross. Mm-hmm. And the pigeon says, mm, "You know what? I'd love to get that little beetle in there, but I am not trying to get my feet
0: dirty." So there's a good little lesson in there for everybody. If you make your house as unappealing as possible, you won't get hassled as much. And to be
1: honest, I'm living that code,
0: dog. You are. number three, we, we are, we are. We're on number three, Mr. Possum. What's your number three best bug? My number three best bug is a stink bug. All
1: right. Yes. Now, stink bugs use bad stink to defend themselves. Not to be confused with good stink. You know that good stink.
0: Explain to me the concept of good stink, Mr. Possum.
1: Well, it's like when something's got a real pungent odor, but you know it means something
0: good. Oh, sure. Like right. a
1: nice cheese. Okay. Or the dumpster at Kentucky Kingdom.
0: Means there's some treasure in there for you. There's treasure to be earned. I see. And if the stink bug is tasty, and if it's something that people want to eat, wouldn't people just associate that stink with something that's good to eat? Do you know I, what I mean? I guess, but the stink bug is not tasty. Oh, so it's bad It's bad tasting as well. Bad stink, bad taste. It uses bad stink to discourage people from eating it. Similar to how the dung beetle surrounds itself in filth to yes. discourage people from eating it.
1: That's true, but the stink bug ain't, get, ain't got to get no builder's permit building no dung house.
0: Mm-hmm. The stink bug is just gross.
1: It's got a bad smell. If you squash it, it stinks worse. Uh-huh. It's just like I'm going to punish you if you try to dominate me. Sure. I'm going to stink
0: you out. There's no reward here for you. Move on. I'm going to taste bad. I'm going to smell bad. You're going to smell me for the rest of the day if you smush me.
1: See, I think a real tough guy tattoo for you to get would be a stink bug, and it says, move along.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Or what if I got a tattoo that said, what if I got, like, a big tattoo across my back that said, I smell worse if you squish me. That's great. I love that. Right. I, I think, uh, I think... Oh, Bobby De Niro in that Cape Fear remake. I think he had that on his back. Yes, he did. Word for word.
1: Big Hal and Possum, brave and
0: strong and awesome. Speaking truths and tooting toots and having tons of laughs. Big Hal and Possum, two good boys hooting and hollering. We'll comfort you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad. Hey, Mr. Possum.
1: Hey. Big owl. I heard
0: you got a tummy ache this week. Oh, I sure did. And what'd you do about
1: it? I took some Alka-Seltzer. And how'd that go? Well, you know, it's these two little tablets, and on the package there it says disintegrate in water. Oh, yeah? Well, turns out it did isn't great in beer, either. Toot toot.
0: Toot toot.
1: Hey, Big owl. Hey,
0: Mr. Possum. I
1: heard you had a big biology test this week.
0: I did, I did.
1: Did you study hard for it? No,
0: I made that nerd Billy Bunsen whisper all the answers to me.
1: Big Al, that's cheating.
0: Oh, it's fine. He didn't help at all. I said, Billy, what's the answer to number six? And he said, mitochondria. Oh, yeah? So I whooped him upside the head and said, get back to me when you're sure it's chondria. Toot toot.
1: Oh, toot toots.
0: Hey, Mr. Possum!
1: Hey, Big Howe!
0: I heard you went to Planet Mars this week.
1: I sure did, Big Al. And how was that? It stuck.
0: Oh, that's too bad. Wait, how can you afford to go to Planet Mars?
1: It was a promotional thing. It's big space companies doing commercial trips to Planet Mars, and they wanted some high-profile passengers.
0: High-profile? You?
1: Well, Big house sometimes these places use famous or notable animals because they get the exposure. But then if something goes wrong and it blows up, they don't kill any peoples.
0: Oh, that makes sense.
1: So it's me and the Carfax Fox, that Geico pig, and a few of the lesser-known Pokemons, Wado from Phantom Menace, a couple Fraggles, Donnie Tello from the Ninja Turtles. Cool. Very cool. And we're strapping in for that long journey.
0: Yeah, doesn't it take forever to get to planet Mars?
1: Yeah, it's a 25-year round trip with two-hour bus tour of the planet. There's a time change, so you get back the day before you left.
0: Uh, that sounds plausible to me. I don't, I don't really get time change stuff.
1: Me neither. I'm all excited because they gave us complimentary food, air, and soda
0: for the whole dang trip.
1: And I'm thinking, dang, this going to be good. Get me a Guff Alert hot soda, some Junior Mints, and some Quality O2, baby. Hog's birthday for the whole trip. Dang! But then the space flight attendant comes over and she goes, what kind of soda you want, hon? And I go, uh, Guff Alert soda, ma'am. The only soda that comes in a self heating can. Just shake that can and enjoy a hot cup of Guff Alert soda. Nice. But she goes, sorry, sugar, we only got Bism brand sodas. Ew. No hot sodas at all? Not one hot soda for the whole trip? And then she asks about food, and I say, I'd like some Junior Mints. And she goes, I'm sorry, darling, but we only got bugs. Bugs? Yeah, just bugs crickets and ants. No candy. Real messed up. And then she goes, well, what kind of air would you like, baby doll? And I say, just give me the straight O2. But she goes, oh, sorry, cutie, we only got O1.
0: Oh, come on.
1: Yes, yeah, so and I'm strapped into my chair, eating bugs and drinking slug drop and breathing O1 like I'm in some kind of Cronenberg movie. And I'm like, jeez, But they did give us a paper clip we could fold into different shapes for the 25-year
0: trip. Oh, that's nice of them.
1: Yeah. So I went to planet Mars and I came back and I'm looking down on Earth, Big Al, and I'm feeling something I ain't never felt before.
0: Now, did you feel insignificant when you saw the size of the Earth, Mr. Possum?
1: Yeah, but I feel insignificant all the time, Big Al.
0: Was it relief that you felt to be back home after all that time?
1: No, it kind of stinks here.
0: Well, what was it then?
1: Well, I just felt regret about what a misadventure it turned out to be. You see, Big Owl, my trip was sort of like the Odyssey.
0: Oh, yeah? How was it like the Odyssey?
1: Because it was hard to see out of my dang window. Toot, toot!
0: Toot, toot! Big, Big Owl and Possum, Possum, brave and, and strong and, and awesome, speaking truths and tooting toots, toots and toots having, toots having tons of laughs. Big Howl and Possum, side order of taters all rotten, will comfort you, you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad. mad.
1: Big Howe, what's your number three top bug?
0: Oh, I'm excited about this one, Mr. Possum. My number three is the Puss Caterpillar.
1: The Puss
0: Caterpillar. You do not want to mess with this feller. The Puss Caterpillar has a super tight hairdo covering its whole body. And if you touch it, it feels like blunt force trauma. That's what they say. There's a, each one of the hairs is like a little stinger. So this haircut literally punches people. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you could go to the hairdresser and say, "Give me that red rooster top that actually punches people if they come near it." Well, that would be the
1: only haircut I ever got.
0: Yeah, naturally, that would be the one. That would be the one
1: everyone would choose. Now, I think you might want that haircut more than me, because you know nobody wants to pet me, me being a possum and stuff. But I think people see your pretty little hair and your beard, and they they do want to pet you. And people. it'd be nice. Be nice if you had something that said, "Don't." People
0: do think that they can just touch me. That's true. People do come up and they stroke my hair and uh and they say stuff. They talk about me like I don't, like I can't understand them while they do it. They
1: baby talk you. They
0: want you to be a little pet. I've set myself up for this a little bit by installing a little vending machine that distributes feeding pellets. So people are always coming up to me and uh putting a quarter in the feeding pellet vending machine. You might as well make a little money. Yeah,
1: you might as well make a little
0: money. And then they're just they're just cupping those feeding pellets in their hands, holding them up to my mouth and stroking my hair and my beard. Now you gotta
1: tell them to put it in a flat handle. You bite them.
0: That's <laughs> true. I've nibbled a few fingers in my day for sure.
1: It's time for bug number
0: two. Bug number two. My number two bug, the lightning bug. Oh, that's a good one. That's a sweet old bug.
1: It's summertime's the time for lightning bug, Mm -hmm. Big Al. When all them bugs is out blinking out there in the night, I like to pretend they're all these little paparazzi cameras with flash bulbs going off. Mm -hmm. And I get all upset with them, like, Hey, leave me alone just this once. I'm just trying to spend some time with my family. You know, respect my privacy. I'm trying to be with my family.
0: Mr. Possum, are you actually with your family, or are you by yourself? Nah, I'm usually just out
1: there with some old rotten bunkins. (laughs) Just yelling at bugs? And a log. Yeah. But, you know, I'm having a fake conflict with a fake family, Mm -hmm. with a fake adversary. It's summertime, baby.
0: And that's really what summer's all about. It's about just yelling at bugs in the dark. You said it, buddy.
1: Big Al, what's
0: what's your number two bug? Oh, I got a good one picked. I got a good one picked for this number two spot. Mr. Possum, my number two is the African Assassin Bug. Ooh, the Assassin Bug. You do not want to mess with this little creep. The Assassin Bug has a straw for a mouth, which is already cool, right? That's pretty cool. Agreed. But it sticks that straw in you and squirts this magical goop into you that hollows out your insides. Then it sucks up all your gooped-up innards, and then it wears you on its back for the rest of its life.
1: You're like an accessory? Like a, you're like a, shawl, like a shawl or something?
0: You become, yes, you become a shawl.
1: What's the purpose of wearing you like a shawl? This is horrifying.
0: I think it's just to let everybody know how bad you are. You know, you just stroll into town with the bodies of all your exes on your back. My God. And people are like, I do not want to mess with that African assassin bug. Do they ever
1: get like stylish with it, where they kind of like maybe tailor a, a, a dead husk of a victim and kind of wear it sideways? And they're like, this is a statement.
0: Oh, like uh, like maybe some generation comes along and they're like, I'm gonna turn the, I'm gonna turn my victims the other way. Yes, like crisscross it up. Mm-hmm. I think that has happened, and it probably outrages the older generations. Like that's not how we did it in my day.
1: Yeah. Pull your husk up. Mm-hmm. You look foolish. It reminds me of the stuff. You ever seen the stuff? Oh, I've seen the stuff.
0: You know, and that yogurt just hollows you mm-hmm.
1: out and wears you around and yep. makes you do its yogurt bidding.
0: There's easier ways for yogurt to get me to do what it wants <laughs> than to hollow me out and, and have to like work at my job. Yeah, and it's you a know, bit of a
1: Rube Goldberg
0: device. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell yogurt. Like, I'll do you a favor. You don't have to take guff from my wife and boss.
1: Yo, Gert, you're trying too hard. (laughs) Toot (laughs) toot. Toot
0: toot. We are counting down the top five best bugs. And that's our number one. Oh, it's down to number one. Mr. Possum, this is actually
1: our best bug. The best bug. Mm Mm-hmm. You you know that popular chain, Best Buy? Mm Mm-hmm. It's just one letter away from being best bug.
0: Yep. It's a place where you go in, you look at a bug, and then they ask if you want to subscribe to a magazine. So, Mr. Possum, what's your number one bug? My number one bug is the bed bug. Oh
1: wow! Yes, sir. Not a... a popular choice, but it's my favorite. Yeah,
0: that's a that's a bit of a dark horse choice.
1: Well, I, I
0: love bed bugs. Do you
1: look? I like the company. Mm-hmm. I like to be held at night. That's kind of the saddest thing I've ever heard. Someone I like who... to be spooned by a bed bug.
0: So I'm a the... little
1: spoon. You know. See, I invite bed bugs over. Wow! And then when they come over and see that I don't have an actual bed. They get bummed out. Oh, okay. And they want to leave.
0: So you have to trick bed bugs to come over.
1: Yeah, I come over and I'm like, here, just sit with me on the couch for a little while. You know, and they're like, when are we going to bed? I'm like, oh, we will. I just want to watch this show. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, And then I just fall asleep early on purpose. I'm like, oh, I just had a long day. And then sometimes they just lay there and bite me. Yeah. Big Hal, we're all dying to know here. What's your
0: number one top bug? Mr. Possum, my top bug, which will come as no surprise to anyone who knows me, is, of course, the mighty sandworm, a.k.a. the great maker, a.k.a. the shy halud. You do not want to mess with this sacred creature, Mr. Possum. These enormous bugs are agents of God's will and the producers of the great spice that forms the basis of our economy. They've got huge big mouths and can eat a city and are impossible to kill. They're pretty cool. So tight. Yeah. You ever seen a sandworm, Mr. Possum? No, I can't say I have, sir. Yeah, most people who have seen them have not survived. Ooh, that sounds scary, Big Owl. Well, don't get too scared, Mr. Possum. Fear is the mind killer. Ah, toot toot. Toot toot. toot. The Big Owl and Possum Podcast.
1: Toot toot.